welcome, 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 welcome to the comic. Bienvenue, motherfuckers! This is the Comic Zone presents Dragon D's Balls. I'm Vince, joined today by my good buddy Mike and my wife Chelsea. What's up, guys? What's up? Hey, how's it going? It's going good, going good. Going to talk about uh. So Ted's fucking dying this week. Yeah, yeah he, he is uh down for the count. Officially got the roan. Yep. But we're still hanging in there. Like so. you said in our group chat, hashtag dragging me down. Yep. You know totally. what I mean? Just hashtag that shit. Uh, yep. Yeah. What a loser. Yeah. We should put that in the title of the episode, too. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag dragging me down. Yeah. yeah. The, the podcast on how Ted brought it all down. Yeah. Yeah. So today... We're talking super again, of course. We just got done with Frieza. Oh, yeah. Um, him being sent back to his personal hell. And uh, today, so today we're going to cover uh, Vegeta and Goku's training with Whis. And the little tournament uh, with Universe 6. Yep. Um, what did they call that again? Was it the Universal it's Tournament? It's the Tournament of Destroyers. Of Destroyers. Is, what is that what it was? It. Yeah, I yes. couldn't mm-hmm. remember. I couldn't remember the exact yep. name. Um, so first of all, before we get too crazy into it, what do you guys think of this little arc overall? Um, I think I think it's good. I think it's a nice little introduction into Grandmaster Zeno. And... You know, his showing up, um, there's, I mean, there's definitely some parts of it that I wouldn't say are my faves necessarily, but overall, though, I think it was a good segue into the bigger tournament that we're going to get. They do a lot of stuff in kind of like cycles or they reuse uh, ideas and just kind of repurpose them a little bit. So this is a lot like... Uh, like we said, the other world tournament when Goku died after Frieza or not Frieza Cell. Yep. Um, so it's kind of the same deal. Kind of introduces new, a new aspect of the universe on top of like new characters. Um, it's more like a bridge point to like newer things. They, yeah, they're kind of like, oh, we're gonna go multiversal with it now, and right. you know, so this is how we're going to lead into that. Yeah, there's definitely things that I love about it, and then there's definitely things I hate. You know what I mean? About this part specifically? Yeah, about this little stretch we have. A few things that I'm pretty critical about. What would you hate? Uh, One thing I hate is Minaka. Same. Same team. Yeah, it's awful. I fucking hate. We talked a little bit about it on the phone, but. Yeah, I don't really dig that too much. I think I get it's supposed to be funny. And like push. Goku, you know, but I, I don't know. At the same time, too, I've just, it was kind of just unnecessary bullshit, you know? Yeah, it seems like a really poorly planned move by somebody like Beerus, who seems to be kind of manipulating Goku and Vegeta way yeah. better than this every other time. Oh, yeah. I, so, like, it seems like a really stupid move. Like a stupid cop-out, <laughs> kind of, <coughs> you know, with the tournament. I feel like he should have just 
they should have just picked all Earthlings. You know, either had like Krillin or Tianx. I mean, they even had Piccolo, who you know isn't near as powerful as like Goku or Vegeta, but just some muscle in there that well, could have helped. Well, yeah, like Krillin. They went and found Krillin specifically to help build the team. Yep. Right? He went around right. with Goku and was like helping like find the different people. So why not just use Krillin? You know, I mean, I get that was Beerus's call, but uh, it just. Yeah, still, it just, it, yeah, it seemed just kind of a unnecessary stupid. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because I feel like uh, Piccolo or Krillin could have taken on that big old teddy bear thing the first fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. easily. Yeah. And we were talking about Monaka, and it just doesn't really make. You remember when Goku is like still tra- trying to gauge his power, and he like he's like fucking with talking to him, and Beerus is like, "Leave him alone." Yeah, and uh, <laughs> he's walking past, and Goku throws a punch at him just to yeah. ga- gauge his power, and caves his fucking face in. <laughs> yeah, just fucking punches but him square in the he's, face. He shouldn't be much more powerful than a regular person, so really that should have like killed him, right? Yeah, for real. Like, Which is weird. He ate that punch very well for somebody who is not... He, he is an alien, though, so we don't necessarily know. Yeah. It would be kind of funny if later down the road they made that his secret power. He could just take like an ass-whooping like a boss. So he's a Yamcha. Yeah, but like even better. Like, you know, even in Super Saiyan God, they can just wail on him and, you know... He'll just go into his unconscious state, and then they just fucking, you know. Right. Yeah. He's like a dummy. What, you know what's funny about Yamcha is, like, in, I've caught up as far as I can go on the manga. Uh-huh. Um, because they come out a little slower on, like, I get it on my Kindle. Right. Um. Comes out a little slower on there, so, uh, but at one point, there's, like, after the tournament... Yamcha rejoins the Z fighters and like is you know not taking on crazy powerful people but he's back in the fight later yeah that's kind of crazy I don't know you know it's one of those things where like I I hope Yamcha does get like reach a new power a new limit you know like it it would just be cool for one of the humans like even Krillin to get a boost Uh, well it should either be should either be Krillin or Tien, I think. Right. Yeah. If it comes to that. But I don't know if it's ever going to, which is a shame. Yeah, I think that, you know, they're more focused now on where Goku and Vegeta are going and, you know, the multiverse and, and what they can do with that now, you know, I think is their main goal versus, you know. Well, and then, like... So they're doing their godly thing, and then, so now, and on top of that, we have Gohan and Piccolo at a new level. Right. Which are two different, you know, separate things. Yeah, that are happening. So I think what'll happen is they'll start, like, fighting different bad guys. Right. Like, uh, Go- Gohan and Piccolo will handle protecting Earth from now on, for the most part, and then uh, Goku and Vegeta will be that multiversal... And on their godly mission type deal. Because, I mean, at this point, I think it's pretty clear they're going to be the god and angel of the of their universe. Or possibly a new one. Who knows? Yeah, that's, that's true. very true. I, I think they've, you know, officially graduated as, like, 
Earth's protectors, you know, I think, you know, Gohan, like you said, Gohan and Piccolo can handle that now and, and they can move on to the bigger mm-hmm. and, you know, badder things and, you know, just working to increase their power levels even more. I also, th- uh, I think that movie, the newest movie, Superhero, kind of, you know, that was them showing, you know, exactly what we're saying. Like Goku and Vegeta had no idea. Right. Anything was even happening. Yep, they weren't involved in it. It's in like, any in, way. it's just they're so far away from that now. Well, yeah, the only parts you see them in that movie is in the beginning. Um, they start sparring, and then by the end of it, they're just finishing up. And they're all tired, and that's it. Well, and I think that was actually a. <laughs> Like, they weren't sparring. They were actually having their third uh, official fight at oh, that okay. point. And, like, Vegeta actually wins, which is pretty funny. You remember at the very end where they're, like, <laughs> yeah. throwing their very last punch and there's, like, nothing on it? Yeah. And yep. Goku falls first, so yep. Vegeta finally got his, which is pretty cool. That was pretty cool. That's I enjoyed seeing funny. that. Speaking of Vegeta, there's quite a bit of... Or, well, a specific spot in the tournament where he shows another level of his character growth. Yeah. Which is yep. when he's fighting, uh, what's the kid's name? Kaba. Yep. yep. Kaba. When yep. he's fighting him. And not really fighting him, but just essentially training yeah, him. Yeah, I was going to say he's mainly just training him through their entire encounter that they have. Right. And. It's like I'm kind of jumping the gun here, jumping forward with those other fights. I mean, they're kind of silly. I mean, like you said, the big uh, I don't think teddy the frost bear. one is necessarily yeah. too bad. I find him kind of interesting. Uh, well, let's talk about him first. Then, um, being a big Frieza fan, and the way that Frieza is, he's not like your sneaky. I mean, he can be. <laughs> But right. for the most part, his plots are in your face. He's like, fuck yourself. He's not trying to be... Like, Frost is putting up this front of being a really good guy. Right. He has, like, a fucking army of orphans and, like, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Frost reminds me of a Loki type in the fact that he's more of, like, a trickster. He's very mischievous. And I like that the thing that separates him from Frieza is the fact that rather than just being, like, power motivated, it's all money for him. You know, like that's that's his big motivator. You know, it's not necessarily, I think, pure evil that drives him <coughs> like Frieza. And I, I just I, I find it interesting that they're both they're rotten in their own ways, but they're also very different at the same time in their personalities. I like that you say the money was the motivation because I always thought of him as like some, you know, a shitty CEO of a company that puts up a <laughs> puts up a front of like. Being a good person, he he, you know, pays into charity and this and that. But in, you yeah. know, behind, that's all to cover the fact that he's really a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's kind of a baller though, and that's what I like about Frost. He's just a total like scam artist. You I, know? Yeah, I don't. That's what I don't like about him is like he could potentially be as strong as somebody like Frieza, but Frieza isn't the same way. You know what I mean? He doesn't waste time trying to put up a front of being this good person uh the only time he does shit like that or puts on a show is like when uh they were fighting broly right and he was trying to get broly to snap and he shoots 
his dad. Right. And he puts on that little dramatic show of, oh, it's a tragedy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? It's so funny. That was like the best. Oh, yeah. That was great. I prefer Frieza. Oh, I definitely prefer Frieza. I just, I liked what their version of him was. You know, their universe version was still a prick. Just in a completely different way, you know, because, you know, they make you think at first, like, oh, like, there's a nice one, you know, and you're like, there can't be a nice one. And there's not. You maybe know? there never is. Right. Maybe. Exactly. Right. Because like, is there one? It doesn't seem like there's a whole race of them running around. No. It's uh-uh. like there's a small group of them. Maybe like a family unit or like, you know what I mean? Because I always wondered that too, because you essentially just had, you know, Frieza and his dad. And it's like, well, where's the rest of the little Frieza's? And his brother, but that was in the movies and that's not necessarily canon. Right. Um, That'd be cool if they brought him in though. Oh, yeah. Like they did Broly. Because I think Cooler was one of the cooler (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, bad guys. (laughs) <laughs> uh, he was pretty cool but like he hit that other level after like the tiny form and uh-huh. it wasn't golden right no so that wouldn't really make a lot of sense now right you, you, you get what i mean like unless yeah. unless frieza hit that like cooler level in between you know him that his uh, f- the white form and gold uh-huh mm-hmm. but they could they could work it out. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sure there's a way they could. Work I'm curious that out. to see what they'll do with Frieza moving forward in Super well, now. I mean, that's way jumping the gun. But well, at this point in the manga, he's hit this new black form. Like he actually Ooh. went and trained like uh, extensively. He actually trained. Well, he mm. knows he has to now with Goku because that's all Goku I, does. I think it has to do with someone else. Oh, you think so? That is somebody else this time? Later on, there is a guy that has a vendetta against Frieza. His name is Granola. Um, -uh. Nuh-uh. Yeah. (laughs) His name is Granola. (laughs) (laughs) And he's from the planet Cereal or something. Oh, my God. So there's Cerellians. (laughs) Anyway, so he's got... A vendetta, like, so the Saiyans, mm-hmm. like, Frieza sent the Saiyans to wipe out his planets and, and uh, you know, the whole thing they oh, did in the he's past. he's a little steampunk dude. He's adorable. Yeah, he's cool. I'm probably going to love him. He's actually really cool, and he makes a wish. So, on, there are Dragon Balls on many planets. Okay. I, and I they can, so. And they could like, because apparently... The Namics came from the same planet as Granola originally. Okay. Interesting. Okay. After the shit with the Saiyans and being wiped out, the Namics relocated to Namek, yada, 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 and... But that means that there are Namics scattered throughout the universe. And right. where, cool. wherever there's one, there's likely to be Dragon Balls. And on his planet, they only have two Dragon Balls, and they're like this big. Oh, shit. Oh. And so they're so, tiny. And so the dragon is like, you know, really small. He's not really that big. All pale and sickly. But he makes a wish to be the most powerful being in the universe. And he's like, well, I can't really do that. 
It's like, I can unlock your latent potential, but that's not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. He's like, but we can do like a, like a trade. And he, this, his, like Granola's race lives for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. So he decided to trade his remaining 150 years and however much power he could have gained in that time to gain it all at once, which in turn okay. made him the strongest warrior in the universe. Okay. Oh, interesting. And so he does all that, which only leaves him like three years to find Frieza and kill him. Oh, three years is plenty of time. But well, <laughs> these other guys, you know, obviously they pit Granola and Goku and Vegeta against each other. He's got a score to settle with the Saiyans too. Oh, of course okay. he does. And I think what happens is is like <clears throat> they must run into each other and Frieza gets his ass whooped and finds out that he needs to uh, do something so he can surpass Granola so he doesn't die again and go back to his, his fucked little, up hell. His little pod with the fairies. But that could and- be, that. Yeah. maybe I'm wrong. I don't know exactly. I just know that's where we're at in the manga where I'm at. Yeah, is- I don't know, man. You know, Granola better have a posse with them named Snap, Crackle, and Pop, or I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be pissed. Dude. <laughs> uh he has, like, you know in Naruto, like the Sharingan, that crazy eye that, yeah, yeah, you know, make gives you way better sight. So he has something similar to that, and it makes him, like, a crazy accurate, like, sniper with his blasts and shit, too. Ooh, with his blasts. Yeah, his bukkakis, where he's just like... <laughs> So if he's <laughs> Cerulean, would it be his, like, milk blast? Or, yeah. yeah. It's Splash. Oh <laughs> it's Splash. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, Frieza does move far beyond Goku and Vegeta at the point where he uh, one-punches them both at the same time while Goku is Ultra Instinct and Vegeta is in Ultra Ego. That would be so interesting. He, he one-shots them both. Holy shit. At the same time. I'd like to see that. Well, I'm excited to see uh, where the show is going to go then. Um, on top of that, Goku at this point has like mastered Ultra Instinct or he can do it at will now. Okay. Um, and then so Whis starts going, he starts talking about like using it all the time and he's like, Goku's like, so I should start learning how to just stay in this all the time. And he's like, no, not necessarily like. Thinking about it like a transformation is kind of wasting energy. So what you should do is just try to use it in any form. So at this point, he's using Ultra Instinct as Super Saiyan Blue. Nice. Interesting. Okay. (coughs) So he's usually he was just using Ultra Instinct and using his base form. Now he can do it in any one of his forms. Damn, so and he's perfecting and it. And so that still comes into play, like he gets one-shotted even with that still? Mm-hmm. Damn. Holy shit. Now, has he surpassed Beerus then? No. Okay. I didn't think so, but... Well, and right now it's kind of a competition between Beast, uh, Beast, Weiss <laughs> and Beerus. Okay. Uh, on who can train the other better. Like, so which power's better, Ultra Instinct or Ultra Ego? Or they're calling it Destruction. Okay. They just call it okay. Destruction. And so he's being trained in Destruction. And he got his 
his uh, destroyer earring. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Dude, yeah, it's pretty fucking dope. I'm pretty stoked about it all. Right. And I wonder if it can be the same for the destroyer energy, if you can mix, like, the Super Saiyan God forms with the destroyer energy. Like you can with Ultra Instinct. I'm sure they'll find a way. Yeah. Yeah. So, we were talking about, like, Super Saiyan Blue... Super Saiyan 3. Uh-huh. I, that, I, that with Ultra Instinct. That would be fucking... What the... F- that would... That would be dope. Yeah, it would. Holy I'm, shit. When we're talking, like, levels of... Pe- like, if for, so Goku at his absolute max. Okay. So I wonder if he could do all these things at the same time. Super Saiyan 3, Super Saiyan Blue. Uh-huh. Kaioken perfected... With Ultra Instinct on top of that. Man, that would be kind of scary. Yeah, that would be some scary <laughs> yeah, shit. At the same time, that would be very it all sounds, complicated. Well, if he masters Ultra Instinct, like actually masters it, then that would mean he would be able to use those techniques without thinking about it. Right. Right. It's not just about moving. It would be about everything, using his energy and all that. Right. But I don't know, like, I just imagine him screaming all of that on the battlefield and it just taking a his, minute. Yeah, his scream just <laughs> rips reality to shreds. <laughs> like, bro, think about that level of power. He would be surpassing Beerus at that point by far. That's what I would think, too. I mean, because I think Beerus has his limit, you know. And I mean, and maybe, who knows, maybe Beerus It's pretty could. far up there, I think. Well, and maybe Beerus could train even more and maybe... Goku and Vegeta will push him to train himself more, too. I don't think we have seen 10% of Beerus's power. You don't think so? No. Maybe not. I don't think so. That's true, because, I mean, even when him and Champa are... When they're just getting into their little we should talk. We should talk about... During the tournament, right. you know, um, I think... Is it Vados that says, or Whis? It's one of them that says, you know... Just that little bickering, them just kind of sparring, could destroy both of their universes. Yeah, it right. starts to it starts to destroy everything around them. Yes, exactly. So I mean, right. that right there just tells you how much power they have. I was right. gonna say though, I think they he actually we have seen over ten percent of Beerus's power though because um, when Weiss and Beerus make it back to his home planet after visiting Earth for the very first time. Weiss makes a comment, something like, oh, it's been a while since you've had to use. I can't remember exactly how much percent, but such and such percent. But I want to say it was That's what makes it tough for me, right? Right. Is from the way they were talking in the beginning, is like the strongest person he knew of Mm -hmm. before he went to sleep or whatever that he had ever met was Frieza. And this is the Frieza that Goku fought on Namek. Like, it's not a crazy... It's a pretty high level of power, but not, like, insane. Not anything that we've seen so, now. Right. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if that if Frieza was the strongest... Or even Majin Buu. Right. But he never fought Majin Buu, apparently. Right. But I don't know if he ever fought Frieza, either. Just he kind of knew how to gauge 
his power. You get what Maybe I'm saying? Maybe you could just read his energy levels. Yeah. So, well, he's a deity, so you'd think he'd be able to immediately know somebody's power level. Probably. If you're a god, I would assume so. I would imagine. They, they right. can sense power, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. It's just like the other way around that, you know, mortals can't sense gods, but I'm sure gods can sense mortals just fine. Oh, yeah. Well, especially... So, I get, like I said, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but that little loophole, like, kind of kills that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because even if they were, like, yeah, Majin Buu, like, like it still wouldn't make sense for him to have fought anybody as strong as Goku or Vegeta like ever right yeah and there's also another conflict with it because later on um later in the tournament when he does use Kaoken uh he says to Whis you know <clears throat> I can't believe he was going to use that on me and uh uh Whis just goes oh are you worried would that concern you and he goes oh no and you could tell he's bullshitting but, like, if that would be an issue for him, then, yeah, it doesn't quite add up. I yeah, don't know. it's it's hard to gauge what Beerus, you know, what his true power level actually is. He is pretty good. At, he is a pretty good bullshitter. So, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he can be like, say one thing and make you like the whole Monaka thing. Right. Exactly. Like, like he's, he's like, I kind of get like it is kind of his style, too. He's he's a trickster in his own right. Yeah, like you said, the Loki. Yeah, kind of those Loki vibes. Of, you but know. that, yeah, I'd say yeah, that Beerus is definitely Loki vibes for sure, especially yeah. in a lot of like what what we're saying is like him fucking lying about Monaka, and then just like the, you know, when he says he's gonna destroy Earth, and oh, I destroyed some Earth. Right, like, yeah. That kind of shit is like, he can be... Oh, I yeah. forgot where I was going with all this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you were talking about um, how we haven't seen 10% of Beerus' power. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, I don't. I just don't. I think maybe 10%, maybe a little more if that, but like, not. I don't think we've seen near his max power. We haven't yet seen him go all out at all. Yeah. Generally, when you see him fight, he's very relaxed and. I don't think got his hands behind his back. Yeah, he's been yeah. very chill every time and we've watched him fight. So, like, to see somebody push him to his absolute limit, and then you got to wonder: Is Beerus the strongest destroyer god? Because they got to be at different levels of power too, right? Yeah, at some point. Like they're, they're you would think so. All the different, you know, the ones that you see during, you know, the Universal Tournament. I mean, I'm sure they're all at their own different levels as well. Right. And I wonder, because they make it seem like Champa. So, like, when he shows up, and, like, he shows up with his eggs, right? The hard-boiled right, eggs. Right, yep. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is supposed to be the most delicious thing in their universe that he could find. Right. Is heart, I know. Is a, how shitty would that be for first yeah. of all? That's all I could think. Yeah. When I was watching that, I was like, "Fuck that!" that well, I know. Yeah. And, and then they show him the glorious instant ramen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I was telling Chelsea when we were watching that, I love the idea of that being like their family get together dinners, like they do every week, and it's just them constantly talking shit and being like. Like you know, they're still. Spending I don't know if it's every time. week. I don't know if it's every week. 
or even every month. I think uh, year, I, I think whatever. it was like a thousand. You know what I mean? He hasn't seen him in a long time. Right, but still, like I, I, I think that would be funny if that's kind of like their dynamic, like their that family is. dinner. It is, and they just have to talk shit, and they still can't just get along. Like, but they well, still do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> the 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 point I was gonna make is that even Beerus and Champa. Whis makes the because Goku asks Whis like which who's stronger, Beerus or Champa, and uh, I think Whis goes. Uh, Just look at their physiques, and you'll be able to you know tell. <laughs> right. And like yeah. so, they're implying that Beerus is actually stronger than Champa. Right. But yep. Probably not by like a crazy amount, but he still is stronger. So. You never know though, because Champa kind of lets himself go. I and mean, he they're does get winded. Like they're so constantly easy. making fat <laughs> jokes about him yeah. all the time, which is I think is hilarious. Oh my god, <laughs> it's fucking great. Their dynamic, I just love it. They fucking hate each other. Yeah, that shit's funny. And I like, do too. How bored Beerus is with uh, Champa's bullshit. <laughs> right like how judgy he is of champo and he is a little drama queen bitch himself i always forget that they're twins because beerus always strikes me as more of the older brother type and you know right. champa's kind of the annoying younger one that just irritates him all the time and so that's a good that's Mm-hmm. It does yeah. seem kind of like Yeah, that. they have more of like the older, younger dynamic, and so it always throws me when they talk about them being actual twins. Which right. is a, like a cool kind of thing, too. I wonder, and they seem to be the only two that are twins out of all the destroyers. Yeah, sibling destroyers. Of Now, my question is, too, if they're siblings, where do they actually come from? Which uh, universe? You know what I'm saying? Because one rule six... One rule seven. So are they are they from one? Are they from neither? Are they from a completely different one? I know. Yeah. And I was just going to get to mm-hmm. that. Like, how fucking great would it be to get a Beerus like origin movie? Like that Beerus would be like dope. them as mortals and see why they're so strong. Like because clearly, like they were exceptional at their time, mm-hmm. right? And got elevated to become destroyers like together so that must mean that they were like naturally like that so somewhat like frieza right yeah they they were you know strong in, you know in their own right just so, fucking I mean, born that way well yeah because even Whis, you know now he's looking at goku and vegeta you know like one of them to possibly take over you know they picked the most exceptional in that universe that they could find mm-hmm. so yeah i still I would like to get an origin story on Beerus and Champa, but also Whis as well, I think. I was just about to say that Whis would be Whis cool, Whis would be great, because, well, I mean, he. I want to know how long he's been around. We know Beerus has been for millions of years, but Whis is an angel, so to me, he'd be around since the beginning of all time. I'm, that's what I'm thinking, is that we talked about this before, is I think the Grand Priest is actually the creator of the universe. Like, he is the original being, I think. Okay. Okay, yeah. And, like we said, just like all the other angels are their destroyer's handler, he is Zeno's handler. Yep. And Zeno is the multiversal destroyer. Like, they make it seem like he's the man, when in reality, it's fucking 
the Grand Prix. He's the one that's right. pulling all the. He's the you know he's the puppet master. You know. Uh, well, not even necessarily that, but he is God. Yeah. Oh, it's like he yeah. is. He is God. Yep. Like he's the creator. Angels are the creators and the people that make sure everything runs properly. Yep, and that their destroyers aren't getting out of hand. They manipulate them. They know how to, without being outright telling them no, they know how to, you know, sway them. They're very political. It's like, you know. Well, they can also, <laughs> but they're also powerful enough to, like, just stop yep. them in their tracks. And it's like a delicate balance. And it's not like a power thing. It's just about the natural balance of the universe. Exactly, because yeah. for the most part, Weiss there, doesn't really give a shit about what Beerus does. Yeah, but there's, when, and there's no real malice between them. It's not no. like, you're holding me back. Fuck you, Weiss. Like, I'm a prisoner to you. But once him right. and Champa start fighting, Vados and Weiss both go, knock it the fuck off. That's like when yeah, they right. put their foot down, you yep. know? You don't see that often. They seem a little more... You know, go with the flow and kind of manipulative with it until they have their moment of saying, uh-uh, like we put the kibosh on this shit. Yep. Yeah. So you got to wonder, um, so there's a part, excuse me, in the manga when, when I was like reading all this this weekend and shit, and Weiss is talking about levels of Ultra Instinct, and he's he's like basically to Goku... You're basically at the introductory level, right? So you're having right. to, like, we are born like this. Mm-hmm. He's like, but you. So your ultra instinct is less precise than mine. Mm-hmm. He's like, but mine is far less precise than the grand priests. Right. Okay. He's yeah. like, so his is literally perfect. Yeah. Like, so you can. He's almost at a level to where you can't, like, you would never be able to touch him. Yeah. Yep. You, like, you just can't, you, I don't think, go, that's a level Goku can reach. Well, Goku what? has to reach his limit at some point, right? Don't you think, yeah. you know what I mean? There's got to be a level of hierarchy, right? You know, like, somebody that's the most powerful in the universe that nobody is ever going to go above them. Yeah, you can't. Like he like I said he's god. Like he has an absolutely perfect version of ultra instinct. Yes, like, like he, he is the be all end all. Well, he's the original. Yes. Yeah. Like he is that li- literally the perfect original. Yeah, exactly. So how could somebody who somebody who learned it be better than the original? Like I don't you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I feel like Goku could maybe get up to a Whis type level, but That's I don't. I don't. Saying. Yeah, like, but I don't think. I don't think the priest though necessarily. Plus, also, I mean, like I said, eventually at some point, Goku and Vegeta have got to stop, right? They don't just have this unlimited well potential. As gods, you as, know, in their god forms, maybe they. I mean, that gets rid of their mortal limits. Well, even gods so maybe, have their own limits too, though. Yeah, but they seem to be much higher. That's very true. Like I don't, the ceiling on gods is way higher than on like a mortal, just because of the nature of the energy you're using. Like mortal energy is less dense and not as stable, from what I've read. So, right. like when they're using god energy, the reason they're stronger is because that energy is just far, way more dense. 
Right. And so you're getting more out of less. Yeah, and so I don't know, you know, it's one of those things, like you said, it's hard to gauge just how high they can go. I mean, but I, I see where you're coming from, though. I mean, at some point, though, even as gods, they have to hit a limit, I think. Well, yeah, know? sure. I mean, imagine, like, they still have their personal limits. Right. But Goku right. and Vegeta don't seem to have any. <laughs> True story. You know, they just, you know, insanes in general just well, seem to be able to climb and climb. And then you got to look at somebody like Broly. What happens when he, what if he starts using, like, God forms? I was going to say, what if he What if he can become, you know, ultra insane? But that, I think what? that legendary form is a God form. Yeah. But it's like a special... You know, it's a scary god form. <laughs> I th- yeah, well, I think it's a berserker, like almost destroyer type form. Well, yeah, it's like it's strange. Once in a millennia, they get a super saiyan like that. So it's just the god of the saiyans, right? Maybe, maybe like yeah. maybe. So, maybe the god reincarnated like in a saiyan body. Yeah, maybe every race has like that, and like. Somebody every, you know, 100,000 years or whatever becomes that legendary god, whatever. Right. That status, yeah. Because they always presented Broly in that way, like the legendary Super Saiyan. That always seemed like a godly thing to me, like a legend like that. Yeah, it's on, it's an almost unattainable, like, you don't attain that. It's just something you are. Right. Yeah, for sure. So, he... Think about Broly as a destroyer. I mean, that would make sense. That would it totally would. make sense. He might well, fuck honestly. some shit up in the universe, though, if he, uh, you know, goes a little manic. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, that's where, you know, the angel would come into play, you know? True. Because we already kind of played around with the idea of Boo being, a de- like, the first destroyer. Didn't we see Broly try to attack... Uh, Weiss at one point in that movie, and he just, you know, kind of moves out. Of yeah, he just he's, yeah. he does his Weiss. He does super, his Weiss bullshit. His easy yeah. dodging and. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So. We are getting a little off track, but I mean, this is all like super. I'm just saying, it looks like a lot of the things we've been talking about uh-huh. over the course of this this podcast. Are actually true and like are what's going to happen. Right. It's like we talked about Ultra Instinct mixed with other forms that's happening. Right. So that leaves it open to like for everything that we've talked about. Like I said, the Super Saiyan 3, Blue, Kaioken, Ultra Instinct mix. Yeah. Which would make Goku probably at Whis's level for sure. Right. Like what the fuck, man? I say close to for sure. Yeah, and I would love to see that. Fight. Right now, essentially, Vegeta's the only one that's hit Super Saiyan 2 in blue form. Right. Goku still is using Super Saiyan 1. If they went all the way to 3, like... Yeah, it'd be fucking and then, crazy. And then using Super Saiyan 3 would have zero limits as far as, like, time limit or, like, energy consumption. Right, because I'm I'm on you. I'm with you on that point of like I think it would expand the time he could spend as a Super Saiyan three. He wouldn't be using his mortal energy anymore. It'd be that de- uh, deity. 
Especially if you're using Ultra Instinct. Right. On top of that. Yeah. And I mean, he would be able to contain his energy better anyways because he's had to train in that already. So Super Saiyan 3, that right there alone could probably raise his uh, ceiling on that form. Right. So I don't know. You know, it's one of those things. I think think that if he can perfect uh, Super Saiyan Blue and Super Saiyan 3, that would be one hell of a power jump for him. But, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things, like, also how, I mean, what kind of limit would they? Because they have to put some kind of limit to it, right? Why? So, just because, I mean, that's usually the rhetoric of the show. Every time they get a power jump, there's got to be some limit to it. You know what I mean? Like, Well, it always seems to be, like, power usage or something, you know? Right. So, I don't know, then, what they would do in that case well it's different with ultra instinct though it's about mind state and like your ability you're not allowing your body to move on its own right to react all the time yeah and it's just uh ultra instinct's weird especially when you start to make him not have to transform to do it yeah it's kind of when it just becomes like a state of being. But uh, yeah. do you think there's anything like once he masters that and can just be like in ultra instinct all the time, like, you know, just let his instinct take over. Do you think there's anything that's going to be beyond that? That's where stacking the abilities comes in. And that's like kind of ha- the the path of the show anyway is like if you look at it, he started with Kaioken, right? Right. Couldn't hardly use it. It almost killed him against Vegeta initially. He could only go like times four and it wrecked his fucking body. Well, he went times ten in the tournament and but that then, just about slaughtered him too. No, I got you. But which tournament? The Destroyers. Yeah. When he used it against uh, it. So this is it. So this is my point is like, so in the other world tournament after Cell, mm-hmm. the first time he used Kaioken again, was for that split second he did the Super Kaioken hit PyCon with that super heavy punch, but it, it only lasted for like a second. Right. Then, like you say, during this tournament, he used it against Hit, and it really fucked him up still. Mm-hmm. But this is like gradual like mastery of Kaioken stacking on top of other abilities. So first he did it with Super Saiyan, and then... He did it with Super Saiyan Blue and did it a little further. And then by the time they're in the Tournament of Power, he has he's using like a perfected version of Kaioken on top of Super Saiyan Blue like at its max or at his max at the time. Well, and maybe once he has perfected all the different um you know, levels, states of ultra instinct if you maybe that's him and vegeta's cap like maybe once they've mastered that in all its you know different levels then that's just i think it might be different for them like vegeta might just be using destroyer energy right yeah but they'll master it in i think their own different ways well it they are different in nature like they're completely different powers so like the approach is different goku's I think leaves that opening for him to stack all of his abilities still. Okay. 
and make him powerful that way. Vegeta seems to be the type that's going to... It's like he reached that Super Saiyan 2 level without any buffers or boons or any of that. No Kaioken to assist. None of that. So he matched Goku's power when Goku's using a perfected multiplier. Yeah. Essentially. Do you think he'll ever um, be better than Goku? I think he was in that moment. I think he was far more powerful than Goku without Kaioken. Goku would have been way weaker than Vegeta. Right. Because their auras were matching, and Goku had to use Kaioken to do that. Vegeta was in a Super Super Saiyan 2 state. Right. Yeah, so... Which we know is, like, crazy, like, like on another level than regular Super Saiyan. Oh, yeah, and I I knew eventually Vegeta was going to have to pass up Goku... You know what I mean? So we're definitely seeing it now. You know what I mean? Especially with that superhero uh, uh, movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when he talk beat about him. That. Yeah, so we're, we're starting to see Vegeta get the upper hand now. Which is interesting because, I mean, Goku's had it on easy street almost this whole time. Well, yeah, it's kind of a nice change of pace to it. You're not just getting the same, like... Vegeta will, you know, show up, whoop a little ass, then get wrecked, and then and Goku then Goku saves, saves the, the day. You yeah, know, it, right. it would be nice to actually see, like, see Vegeta, you know, Vegeta like save the day for once. I think it's like we said on the last episode. Why not just give Vegeta that one and let him kill Frieza? Right. Like, exactly. Why like, did, why, why did it have to be Goku that did it in the so end? So like, ridiculous. Just let really him have sucked. one. Fuck. Vegeta yeah. has way more of a vendetta against Frieza than Goku ever will. Well, and yeah, he de- yeah exactly. He had a way bigger score to settle with somebody like Frieza, and to be the one to kill him would have been. I think that would have been poetic justice. Honestly, I think so too. It's like. Somebody that Frieza never even considered being able to beat him. Right. And you remember in the moment, like, Frieza didn't uh, even look at Vegeta as, like, a threat until, like, he started to fight Frieza and turn blue, too. And he's like, yeah, I'm, like, same fucking level, bitch. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'll fuck you up. And, uh... Yeah, so... I think it's uh, Vegeta is a master of effort and like all of his power his makes sense it's all like from him it like his internal power it has nothing to do with special techniques that boost his power or any of that right. it all comes from like his personal like Heavy training and he works his ass off for yeah, all he of is, it. Exactly, he is that genius of effort, that guy that just pushed himself to that level. Goku is the same, but he learned techniques that stack well on each other that take him to that same level. Not that he didn't put in the effort; it's just different. So I think the destroyer thing actually makes a ton of sense too. For him to not stack things on top of that and only use that and perfect that to like like absolute perfection, you know what I mean? And possibly beyond Beerus. Right, yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. I, I, I definitely think it's not out of reach, but I really hope that if that is the case later on down the road, that he does have to yell his whole fucking shit, you know? Super Saiyan 3, God Blue, fucking <laughs> KO Ken times 10, you know? Yeah. It's and he's like, like a- out of breath from it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, all right. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. That shit would be funny. I don't know if they'll ever do that, but it'd be really fucking cool. Right? Be a lot cooler if they did. It'd be so much cooler <laughs> if they did. Oh, man. Like, oh, that man. would put... Like, I don't know how Vegeta would match that. I don't know either. I mean, he would have to... Unless he did, like, a Super Saiyan 3 uh, destroyer form. And that would that'd be cool if they gave Vegeta Super Saiyan 3 and he finally got Super Saiyan 3 at that point. Or that yeah. would be a way for them to bring Super Saiyan 4 from GT back in. Maybe he could jump to that. Instead, of just skip 3 altogether. Uh, right. I mean, he did that in GT... The problem with that is is they have to have their tail. Well, well, yeah. To do that, maybe he grows it just for that form. They know. did in GT. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I mean, it's possible. I suppose they could bring in four. I just think that doesn't make a ton of sense. Right. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things where. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. I I I think that if he reached those levels like then what would come after that? You know, it would be pretty hard to I think there's a long path to that. So right. Goku doing all that together. Mm-hmm. I think that's a ways out. Right. Maybe at least a couple of arcs so you have plenty of time to figure that out. Oh yeah. Or at I don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know. What do you do? Yeah. Because at some point they accept being gods of destruction and and an angel. And then you start to deal in a different time scale. Right. To where everybody they know on Earth at some point, and pretty quickly, if you're doing it properly, is long gone. Like right. So they'll be doing this for millions of years. Yeah. Right. So if you're going to be following their. I mean, you could totally do what they're doing with Weiss and Beerus and like following what they're doing on Earth at the time. But you got to remember they're millions of years old. You could cover so much more of their story. Like we said, like an origin yeah. of Beerus or the Angels or both. Yep. Yeah. They could make like several movies so i'm saying like once you they accept those roles then the time scale of the show changes and then you almost have to have two yeah because pretty quickly everyone they know on earth is long gone and dead yeah and uh, you know what i mean right it it would be kind of cool if they did something. I showed a little bit of it to you, but like Dragon Ball Xenoverse, if they made them kind of oh, yeah. like a multiversal kind of like time correcting kind of people, you know, mm-hmm. that could be another thing of it too, you know, or they have to go through all the other universes. There could be some shit amok. They have to read the time scrolls. And I don't, I'm getting so sick of like time travel shit at this point though. 
Eh, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't hate the idea. I'm just, like, over... It's just so messy, and nobody ever seems to do it without some kind of, like, loophole or plot hole. You know what I mean? That, like, oh, yeah. fucks it all up. And it makes shit messy. Like, I don't know. I think the Goku Black stuff, which we're going to be coming, like, getting to after next week. Or, are we? Is that... It goes... Uh... Possibly. I always forget where Goku Black is in the series. I feel like I mean, he is before the whole Universal Tournament, honestly. I think that's maybe the best like outing for them as far as time travel. <laughs> right. Like They did really well of making everything n- not crazy messy. Right. And leaving loopholes and shit. I, I think it could be done well. I mean, I definitely get your point. Like, There's never... There has never been like a time kind of a show where it's been spot on. There's always some kind of a plot hole. But there are definitely some that are done like worse than others. And I think the writers for Dragon Ball could actually pull it off. I mean, they wouldn't be perfect with it. They wouldn't be flawless. It would still have some issues. But I think they could do it well. They'd probably do some things that would piss us off as fans. But I just think they've done it. Like They've done it twice. I think we're good you know what i mean we don't need any more time travel stuff and we're already doing the multiverse thing right so like why muddy it up with more time travel i I think it i don't know it'd be kind of cool yeah i mean it's not not even if they focused on it like a whole lot but if they just had like an arc of that it just feels like more of the same old shit is i think you know what i mean right so Fair enough. We're in almost an hour in. All right. We should probably get to this little tournament. <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Um, we might want to discuss like, it a little bit. Of course, bit. he fights the teddy bear. Who cares? That goes pretty quick. That's whatever. Then yeah. he fights Frost. We all know. Um, we talked about how he's a little fucking rascal and poisons Goku with his little spike. And then Vegeta figures it out. Uh, it's Jocko that figures oh, it out. Jocko. Actually, yeah, yeah. Jocko, and we should talk about Jocko. At I some love point. Jocko. <laughs> he's actually really dope and like right. a strong motherfucker. Like he's he's kind of annoying, but in almost the best way though. Because if it wasn't for him and I, you know the Galactic King as well, we wouldn't have known that about Frost Poison so or yeah. about Hit. You know, having the time jump. You know, there. They're kind of essential well, Jocko, in their weird ways. Yeah, Jocko yeah. is actually really fucking strong if you look at him. Uh, he's kind of hilarious, but he could easily have smashed somebody like Kid Boo, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not about sure that. about the, that. Maybe I not. Don't, I don't think he would have. Here's the thing. I think he's very perceptive and he's good at analyzing battle kind of. And he's smooth as fuck with his fighting. Like that dude is. But I don't know. I I, I, I think he could give maybe Frieza sell. or Cell a run for their money a little bit. But I think he'd be a pussy doing it, though. Right. Yeah. He'd totally be a he'd, pussy. He'd bitch and whine about it. Well, he does that. But then also there's points when he just fucking wrecks people like so bad in like a move. Wrecks them with his words. He is such a little yeah, smart ass and I adore it. When he's yeah. like trying to take pictures of Frieza and shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, well, because remember he's like taking pictures of like all the God shit happening. And he's like, 
Bulma's like, what are you doing? And he's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, taking pictures. They'll probably want to. They'll probably want to send a missile out here to destroy Earth once they see all this. And she's like, what the fuck? Starts smashing his camera. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, like, that shit's so fucking funny. And he's I like, love <laughs> his and Bulma's dynamic. Oh, they're funny. Like, it, they they made that seamless. You know what I mean? Like, even yeah. though you don't know. Especially him talking shit on her age. and Like, right. I just. <laughs> oh, when they, go, when they go talk to the dude about the dragon, like, the super dragon balls. Yes. Yeah. And, like. He's like, watch this. He knows everything. And he asks about Bulma's tits. And like, <laughs> he's like, they used to be 35.4, whatever fucking it. And he's like, but due to age, they are saggier than before. <laughs> like, they're yeah. talking about Bulma's saggy tits. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's... Dude, oh, that shit so is so So they went so much heavier than I remember on the perverted shit. Right. And super is compared to Z. Yeah. Like the it's, saggy tit shit had me fucking dying and I, I forgot about it. was rolling and I lo- like I relate to Jocko a little bit because like he'll talk some mad shit but then he'll be like, oh God, don't hurt me. Yeah. You know, and I can relate, you know, like I, yeah, totally. you know, I can talk the talk but uh, I can't it really back it, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, he can. He can. He uh, can. I think. I think he's definitely an essential part, you know, of the tournament. Because we even brought up the fact that he noticed the poison yeah. with Frost. Why didn't the angels? Uh, they probably did, but they know, don't. They're not like. I know they're they, always like neutral. You have to remember they're that's not. True. Like, they are very Switzerland. They're, they're very gonna, fucking Switzerland. Yeah, Weiss might be like, "Hey, do you notice anything funny?" But he's not going to be like, "Hey, he's cheating." They are not right. out about stuff. They are very. Yeah, they want to guide you towards the answer, but mm-hmm. let you figure it out on your own. Yep, they'll let you figure it out. Right. Even they're like that with the destroyers. That's what makes me. The whole thing with the angels is like they are the ones that are really like guiding things. Right. It's like they are so powerful that they know they can't interfere too much or things aren't just like they're not going to work normal. It won't be like a natural order. It'll be interference. Right. They're just too powerful for that. Right. True. Like the watchers in the Marvel Universe, like they can only watch. But at times... Like we, they interfere, but they do it in an indirect way. Yep. Yeah. And they, like we talked about in last episode, you know, I feel like he likes to use it as a learning tool whenever he does interfere to be like, hey, you know, this is why this event happened, blah, blah, blah. Go back and They are it. the teachers of the universe. Right. Exactly. Like, like they're, they, they're teaching everyone. Yeah. It, that's so cool, man. Like, what a fucking cool, what a badass show. It is. It's For a real. cool concept. So, getting into Vegeta, and Vegeta's been a heavy focus of our show. Dragging these balls. I mean, he's right. been, we haven't focused on him too much lately. But I think this episode, it's not as heavy as, like, his sacrifice or some of the other points. But it does show more character growth for Vegeta right. and what he would actually be like as not just a prince, but a king. Yeah. And when he starts the match with, uh, what was his name one more time? Kaba. When he starts his match with him, 
you know, he notes that he's like, oh, he's he's legit a saying. He's like, his stance is the same as mine, like exactly the same. Right. right. His energy is even the same color. That purple energy that Vegeta seems to have. Yeah, and even down to his blast. So it's the same stance that Vegeta uses at the very beginning of the show against Goku. Right. That purple energy, all that. Yep. And then you start to see, uh, he's like, that's impressive. We're we're all, we're pretty much equal in our base forms, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but whatever. No. Maybe he was just saying that. But he's like, all right, now show me what, he's like, show me your Super Saiyan level. And he's like, ah. Oh, he's like, what I, you uh, talking about, yeah, Willis? Yeah, he's like, I can't do that. So. <clears throat> What's interesting to me about all that is, like, Vegeta taking the time to train that kid when he didn't have to. You know what I mean? No, he could have just knocked the shit out of him and called it a day. (laughs) Right, but he also, his pride is a Saiyan and his pride is a prince. And probably his feeling of responsibility as a king. Well, didn't Whis even make a point of that, you know, that... There, you know, there was another saying, you know, he, he kind of had that change of heart realizing that, you know, there was still more out there and he happened to lose, you know, his home and his planet and his people, but he could help another universe's sayings, you know, achieve greatness as well. Right. Yeah. Cause they also, I think it's Piccolo that points out that, uh, He's a natural-born leader in that regard. Well, yeah, he was a prince, you know, like he... He was born and raised to be a king. Exactly. And and this is like the chance, it's like a... Almost like that, um, like somebody who has always wanted to be a father or whatever and never had the chance and then found a son in someone the unexpected or you know what i mean it's That's like it's not his son trunks yeah, he, <laughs> well yeah how could trunks not sit well not there on not the only lines be like what the he's fuck? trained he's trained trunks though yeah, and yeah. actually trunks he didn't have to teach trunks how to be a super saiyan remember he's like they were in the uh the gravity chamber and they're training and trunks is struggling along trying to hard to walk right and he's like uh they were talking about the tournament and how he was going to be able to beat. He's like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to beat like Goten or whatever. I don't, something like that. Right. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? Like just, <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, I guess I'll just go super. And he fucking just goes super saying, and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, God damn it. He's like the level that I struggled my entire life to attain. And it's a ch- child's play thing, essentially. Yeah, exactly. But um but yeah, it's one of those things where uh I think that uh Here, hold on, let's pause for a sec. And we're back. We had a little puppy issue. Yep, our dog tried to kill herself. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about Vegeta um training. Why do I keep forgetting his Kaba? Kaba, fuck. <laughs> uh Vegeta's tech. Do you think Goku could have taught Kaba the same lesson? Do you think he could have done the same thing, 
or do you think Vegeta was actually the best choice for that? I think Vegeta was the best choice in the fact that he could be harsh with Kaba in a way that Goku wouldn't be able to in order to push him to reach that Super Saiyan level. Goku is too... He's too nice. He's too... You know, he... He doesn't have that element to him. Because I remember the first time that I watched the tournament, you know, I... I was sitting there kind of horrified, you know, just thinking, like, what a dick Vegito was being until you realize that, you know, he's doing I, it all on purpose in order to push him to that. I actually disagree with that oh, because really? at the end of Dragon Ball Z, I was just going to say that he, he does that with Oob. Yeah, he, he does the same kind of he, he does the exact same thing. Right. He tells Oob he's going to go fuck up his village and. Oh, right. He does do yeah. that. I forgot about that. So aspect this is why I was asking, do you think, Yeah. I think Goku would have done the same thing. Yeah, without a doubt. I think he would have still trained him up and would have talked to him. And er- everybody would have been like, what the fuck? Like, what <laughs> yeah. is happening right they now? They kind of did that to, uh, during when he was doing that to Oob, they were like, damn, he's being kind of mean. Yeah. Like, so, but I mean, they know, and like, who is more experienced and maybe no one in history has ever been more experienced than them at being a Super Saiyan. Yeah, that's true. So there's no one better in the universe or throughout time and history. Well, were there even Super Saiyans before them? I think at times, they, like they, I, the legendary Super Saiyan was the only Super Saiyan. You know what I mean? And right. But also, there's other like TV specials where it showed, um. Like Bardock becoming a Super Saiyan. Well, and I've definitely just seen more of like the shows themselves, less of the movies or, you know, reading of, you know, the mangas and stuff like that. So. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, I thought that part was really fucking cool. It was. Him teaching him to be a Super Saiyan and like passing on that legacy as a king. And getting the chance that he lost when he lost his entire race. Right. And at the time, he acted like he didn't care, but he still carries around his, like, Saiyan pride. Yeah. And that includes passing on your knowledge, not just being proud of, like, who you are, but also being a legit leader. Well, yeah, and he even tells him, he's like, you know, I'm not going to take that weakness from you. You know, have some damn pride saying pride. And Kava even says he's like... What do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean pride? Yeah, he has no idea what... You know, they're almost totally different in their own... Like, they're Saiyans, but they have a completely different way of thinking about things. They have the same potential. And almost, I would almost say the Universe 6 Saiyans have equal or more potential than Goku and Vegeta. Well, they just they just never hit that point. Like they never had to go through those things that pushed them into being Super Saiyans. Which really kind of draws an eyebrow to me, though, because you think about it. I was thinking about it while watching it. So in Universe uh, Seven, the Saiyans are you know enslaved by Frieza and all of that shit, and we know how that goes. And in Universe 6, it's almost the same thing, except they're 
mercenaries for hire. It's almost like they were enslaved for the right reasons. Well, it, on the surface, but obviously they're doing shit in the name of good, thinking they're doing good when they're working for a really shitty person. Right. So and they're so, being they're they're being manipulated. So they're I think they're what the Saiyans would have been. Uh, well, maybe not. I think they were still pretty shitty. But my point is, is like, if they are mercenaries for hire and they are, you know, dependent upon people to like save planets and shit like that, how could none of them have come across a situation like that where they would have been pushed as a super saiyan, you know? I don't know. I think, I think they, this whole time they've been working up to that point and maybe they've been at the threshold for a long time. Right. It's like you said, how did none of them get pushed? But <clears throat> I don't know. I, I mean, it It took really extreme circumstances for both, for every one of the, well, other than Goten and Trunks and Gohan. Well, and they were in kind of life and death situations unless an army of saiyans and kind of they were on their own right and had to push that power level whereas if you have an army of you know these mercenary saiyans you have an army of them i mean fuck like you're gonna be set they probably wouldn't need to push themselves to that point whereas in you know universe seven you only have a few saiyans left like they're the only ones you can rely on they're forced to push themselves beyond the brink to save their home, I got you which there. is Earth now, you know, since their planet was destroyed. I agree. But also, this leaves the door open for something we've talked about before. And uh, so there's still a whole race of Saiyans in Universe 6, right? Yep. Right. So they're all alive and well. Um a few of them know how to become super saiyans now if they organize and create some kind of academy right they could have legions of super saiyans entire armies of super saiyans at different levels and like you could have entire generations of kids as super saiyans and that's just the standard and what would that mean for Universe 6? You that, know? Would put them, I mean, that would put I them at a thought. whole nother level. If, if Vegeta and Goku can go to a Super Saiyan Blue God, whatever you want to call it, well, and he wouldn't t- these other Super Saiyans He tells, and at the end of their match, Vegeta makes sure that he can do it on command, Yeah, and then he shows him Blue. And he's like really blown away, and he's like, you can uh reach this too with hard work and training and i like how he when he knees him you know like in the gut and tells him to remember that pain to push him yep he's like remember that and use that to drive you to higher levels of strength and then he goes to him and he says like you were saying don't ever surrender like that ever again and he's like i want you to set set like the bar high yeah, and actually he's set like, a bar for yourself, you know, don't just settle. He's like, you see what's possible. He's like, and he's like, yeah, I'll match you someday. And he's like, fuck that. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, fuck higher. that. I want you to set your bar higher. Yeah. Like, and he's achieve- like, not that I'm ever going to let you 
surpass me, but I want you to try. Right? Like, fight for the highest you can possibly go, you know? Like, what a fucking great moment for Vegeta. Like, it shows him, like... It definitely shows a level of maturity in the fact that he's actually willing to help somebody versus just helping himself all the time. I think he saw it as, like... Like, it wasn't a choice. Like, that's what he has to do. He has to pass down like his knowledge is, to this is, other saying that he could never do with his own kingdom and his own planet. Yeah, maybe he could be better than the Saiyans before him and actually... Like, and it's important. He's seen what can happen when an entire race is gone. Yep. And what potential is wasted. So why not pass it on to... Well, the next best thing. I do like the thought, though, of it having an adverse reaction to Universe 6. And I think you're kind of starting to go there of like, what if Vegeta teaching Kaba that actually changes Universe 6? To where I think they, it does. You know what I mean? Where it's actually like they're going to start striving issue. for that. Well, it just right. It, like I was saying, as they pass that on to other Saiyans. Each Saiyan that becomes a Super Saiyan, that raises the average power level of their universe. So that puts them at a higher scale. Because remember, universe of power, there were like four universes that couldn't compete because their average power level was just too high. Right. Yeah, they just, they they were going to slaughter. So that would take universe six higher up the ladder as far as like average power level in a universe right well i'm curious as to if we will get something with those four other universes later because we haven't even you know we haven't even tapped into them we haven't even seen them we just got brief glimpses of these universes strongest fighters but then there are others out there where that we haven't seen at all yeah that it's like like no there's no way they could have competed like y'all would have been fucked (laughs) yeah you had multiple people like jiren i'm like you know what i mean who was such a pain in the ass for them you know i mean he he was a real challenge and i like seeing vegeta and goku struggle that that they could they would if that was an all-out fight without any rules they would have lost to Jiren. They could have never beat him. No. Right. Well, the only that, thing, the only out they had was to ring out him. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. There was no knocking him out or beating him. They had him. no other option. There was it nothing. was, there was, it nothing. was yeah. this or death. Like, that's all you got. <laughs> and so it surprises me because they don't really talk a lot about Jiren later in the manga that much. Right. But I feel like they should be talking about him a lot. Like, we barely beat that guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like we. Right. Like, we definitely we need to step up our game because we barely beat him. There's other people out there that could easily annihilate us. Like, yeah. they, they have even higher goals to achieve now. Oh, yes. And let's talk about uh, Hit. Because we yeah, got about. I was just about to say, uh, speaking of like Goku and Vegeta struggling, Hit. Yeah. So we got about 20 minutes here. Um, so Hit is interesting. Hit was fun. I think, yeah, because we were talking about the beginning of the shit. It's like those kind of weird, gimmicky, like Dragon Ball ish, like kind of stupid bad guys that you know aren't ever going to beat them. They just give them a hard time until they figure out. How to do it. You know what I mean? Yep. Right. 
Hit is kind of a mix of that. He, like he's like that badass motherfucker, but he's kind of got like a. It's almost like Goldo from uh, the Ginyu Force, how he could freeze time. Right. But Hit can jump into the future like 10 milliseconds or whatever it is. Yep. Well, and I mean, it gets how how far after that, though. Isn't it like half a second that he eventually gets oh, to? Yeah, when he starts powering up. Yes, when he, yeah. he keeps pushing himself beyond that level which i that's kind of what i like about hit and goku's fight is the fact that he never had a reason to to push himself further and see if he could even jump further in time he was always he he could annihilate anybody you know goku and vegeta were the first people to ever you know even be able to handle so many blows from him you know goku i think was probably the first person in a long time that was well, able to even land well, a blow I on him. I love how they brought in his power, too. They give you a little foreshadowing and a little taste of Hit's power. Um, I believe it's during the Kaba fight with Vegeta. Uh, Frost, you know, he's defeated, and he's going to go steal the money that um, Champa had guaranteed to his fighters, like whoever wins will win all this uh, cash. It's like a big old mound of gold. And anyways, he's getting ready to steal that, and um, Hit, I mean, he's like, no, I can't let you do that, and just fucks him up, doesn't even move, and Frost even says that. He's like, oh my god, you didn't move, and he, you could tell he's gotten hit like 12 times yeah. all over his body. Um, so it's pretty interesting, we get kind of like a taste of his power level there, and... You know, when I first watched uh, Dragon Ball Super, I remember sitting there being like, what the fuck? Like, how, how is that possible? And you, you learn it later, but it's just really cool what oh, they did oh, with him. How is that possible? Oh. <laughs> 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 it made me go, oh. <laughs> so it's great. Um, it's, I, what I like about Hit is they don't just go, yeah, he can skip through time. And that's cool enough on its own, like really dope right but if you think about that if you could skip through time like you know a, a second at our speed that wouldn't mean a lot no like that wouldn't mean a lot at all that would be nothing it probably wouldn't make much difference it for wouldn't us, it to wouldn't be really honest. do shit for you no it might actually make things not good if you did it too much right um, you might get into like going past things that you maybe shouldn't have. Right, missing out on certain moments because you're just kind of skipping like that movie it. Click. Yep. Yeah. So, exactly. but they met. They they, and this is like the nuance and shit with the power, like stacking powers and shit. It's like not only can he do that, but he is insanely fast. Yeah. Yep. Like. So, and he's just as fast as somebody like Goku, but then you augment that with like being able to skip through time just slightly and then well, like your reaction time and shit. So I think that's just a really fucking great way to make him difficult. And also it makes him, it makes sense why he is so precise with his hits, like he's doing, like he, he's fine. 
or she's fine. Um, like he's like when he's hitting you, he's hitting you in your pressure points with well, yeah, like one they... knuckle, and like so it makes sense that he would be that precise when you have that little extra time. Well, yeah. and they talk about it too that he focuses on the technique and the precision of fighting versus he can't Raw power. power. Yeah, he can't power up like they can, so he has to perfect the art of fighting itself. Right. He's somebody like Piccolo. Piccolo is yeah. similar to that. Yep. Very much so. Like Piccolo is all like he's one of the most masterful martial artists that they have in their roster next to like Tian or Master Roshi. Yeah. Yep. Very much so. Yeah, that's like, true. Like Goku is obviously at that level too, but like he's unconventional. They, they, they master the technique of like it. Goku has a fighting style of his own. Like though, and so does Piccolo. But I think he's doing like Namekian martial arts or whatever. Well, and I think so there's like, a difference between you know like being bomb at martial arts, like knowing your shit, but then actually like having the technique behind it too. They're completely different things. Well, I think they're those go hand in hand. So you could be a badass brawler, or somebody like Krillin. I think is like midway. Right. Like yeah. Krillin has a crazy amount of technique and he's a badass martial artist, but he is not somebody who trains everybody every day like Tien and T somebody like Tien is not only like blowing up mountains and like sparring like Goku and Vegeta, but he's out there doing like katas and focusing on like finer movements and just like you know what I mean? Like he is yeah. very technical and precise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not to say Goku and Vegeta aren't, but they fight on a different level. Well, they can rely on their speed and power a little bit more. So. Yeah, they fight on a different, an entirely different level. Well, yeah, I don't think they have to necessarily focus on their technique as much. I'd say in general, until it's a different, it, I, I think, I think until it comes to fighting somebody, and then they have to hone their skills to be able. That's what I was gonna say. To I keep think, up with that person. I think they do, but it's just a different kind of technique. I think technique comes in for them when it comes to their fights. I don't think it's something that they focus on maybe necessarily as a whole. In their training, per se, I think it comes more to them from fighting and, okay, how do I match myself to this person's fighting style? Because, I mean, that is technique in a way. You're watching, you're observing somebody like Goku does with Hit, and he's learning while Vegeta's fighting him, okay, this is what I need to do. That You know, they figure out the time jump and everything, and so I think their technique comes in differently. Yeah, it's just a different type of technique. Like... Goku's technique is more a feel you out, read, and this is like a you know legit way to fight and a high level way to fight actually is yeah to, for sure like to sit there and read and like do like feints and like draw out and see the way that a person attacks when you move a certain way and then you can start to set up like a counter. Right. So when you counter somebody, you set it up. You fucking wait for them to attack in a way that you've read that they are going to. Yeah. yeah. And then then you're ready to throw the attack uh, and be out of the way. And that's the way that Goku kind of fights. Is he's like, feel you out. 
Yeah, he but, finds all your weaknesses. Well, he does. It's it's like it's learning technique out of necessity versus just like keeping that like training mindset all the time. You know, Goku's mm-hmm. got like that champion st- type mindset, the kind of guy that will, no matter what, figure out a way to win. Yeah, I mean, some of the greatest fighting champions in the world have you know they are some of the guys that can stick it out when they're getting their ass beat and still find a way to win in the end right yep through just like grit and technique and like keeping their head and all that shit is just like and that's what goku is and i think that's what makes him a step above Vegeta is because Vegeta is like, he will go all out and give you everything all at once and try to take you out. Like he has those really. Vegeta has that impatience to him. Whereas Goku can, he, I mean, he is very impatient. Okay. We've talked about that obviously when we was training him and stuff. However, I think when it comes to battle itself and observing his opponent, mm-hmm. he can take the time to study them and go, okay, what what do I need to do to match myself? Whereas I think Vegeta's ego still gets in his way at times, even though it's he's calmed down a lot and his character has changed a lot. He still has that part of himself that's like, fuck you. I'm going to give him my all. I'm going to slaughter you. Like, nobody's better than Vegeta. He can't push his pride aside and take the time to observe others and learn from watching them whereas i think that's how goku has always remained a level above him is that he's willing to learn from others from watching them from training with them whereas vegeta yes he's training with goku now but for the most part has always done it himself goku's willing to learn from anyone and everyone around him and his experiences. Which is why he has so many more techniques to exactly. rely on. Exactly. That's why it, I think it comes so much easier for him and Vegeta still can't grasp that. Well, right. I think it's less that now, but like we said, he is prideful and he wants all of his strength to be from his own effort. Yeah, like, he wants it all to be on him. Like He doesn't want to rely on techniques and... He wants it to be his own strength. And that is like frustrating about be- him because it's not like he's not observant. Like he does spot things before other people a lot. He does, but then it's almost like he he also gets the chance too late, but also in his own fault because, you know, he once he's done fighting Hit and he's observing it, he's like, oh, well, had I known about, you know, his his time jump and all that, like, I could have done it. And it's like, well, maybe if you would have taken the time to actually... Instead of freaking out and trying to... Instead like, of freaking out and trying to just annihilate him, take a step back and and try to observe, you know, it's like he, he always realizes it too late once Goku has to step, and then he's like, eh, well, I could have done that. And it's like, well, maybe... Yeah, he's he only could. doing this because he watched my fight. Like, yeah. he says that, too. And it's like, well, yeah, but that's also kind of your fault because you didn't take the time in your fight. You gave Goku what he needed, whether you intended to or not. He's just overly... Always, like, every, going into a fight, he's always overly confident in his, like, own raw power. Mm-hmm. As to where Goku, like, holds back his power and feels it out and 
eventually like reveals Goku's like, honestly the smarter fighter in it. Like well, he, he paces himself. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely. I mean, he might be the most stupid just in general. He's got little you know packing yeah, peanuts for brain. Yeah, he's a total nimrod. However, when it comes to his fighting. He's a That's, genius. He is a genius. It's like he lacks no common sense. He's just a fucktard. But so, when it comes to his fighting, though, he knows the way to train himself. And So, like, as we're saying this, like, so it actually makes a lot of sense why Vegeta loses most of the time and why Goku comes in and wins. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell it's yeah. like because they do fight completely differently. They do, yeah. just because Vegeta it could be on the same power level. Even if he is stronger than Goku, his ego gets in the way every time, and it's always going to. That sucks. It, it does. does. He it's will get there. He will get there. I and hope he they actually do. did get there. Um, well, in, in the manga, again, he actually comes in really clutch uh, during the Moro, the Destroyer shit. Well... He's like the world devourer or whatever the fuck. Okay. He's pretty cool. Um, but Vegeta does actually like go and learn some like techniques and train with other people. And I would really like so, to see that. Like, I, would... I, I tend to forget about the manga. Right. But like there is growth in a lot of what we're talking about. Well, and I'd like to see that too because obviously, you know, the hubs and I, we only have the show for reference which of course there is a lot of growth in that but i think there is definitely there's a lot more to be had with vegeta i think still there's that untapped potential of growth and just seeing where he could go you know as a person as a saiyan you know i think he'll always have that rough exterior to him i think that will always be a thing but it would be nice to see him embracing learning from other people and and you know actually you know admitting or accepting that you can learn from watching others like Goku he loves watching other people fight and and fighting them to learn to be better and i think if Vegeta could accept that he would excel that's a really good point far and above and beyond Goku maybe even oh, yeah. i think that's a really good point um and actually i think that's Goku's main motivation he talks about like testing himself a lot but i think the test and that's goku and vegeta like they both want to test their strength but for vegeta it's a pride thing right. for goku it's a learning tool well look yeah. at how he's even like i'm gonna get stronger from fighting this guy and vegeta's like i need to smash this guy so everybody knows i'm the shit well and even yeah. you know the kais they even bring up that goku you know just has a way with people in that tournament because he gets hit to push himself further he even gets him to smile which they say they've never seen goku has a way about him that even gets his opponents they want to push yeah, themselves they wanna... more they want to see where they can get and he's got that driving factor whereas i think vegeta he just tends to piss off his opponents to where they're like, fuck you, I'm going to kick your dick in the dirt. Well, he definitely pushes his opponents, but it just in a different way. Goku makes it for him. Like I said, it's a learning He makes tool. it like a learning training opportunity and so, for and himself. Then, and then they're like, ha, you're kind of fucking 
making me want to push myself too. Yeah, exactly. Like, like uh, oh, this is. And, and, I think he makes it different for them than other opponents. And then Vegeta's like, "I'm gonna fucking smash you and go rape your mother." Yeah, and and they and they're like, "What the fuck, bitch?" Yeah, <laughs> I like, think I don't, you don't make me want to push myself. I but say you make probably, me want to push your shit in. He's probably yeah. their typical opponent that they run into. You know, Vegeta isn't like, "I'm gonna kick your ass," like fuck you. Whereas with Goku, I think he's different for everybody that he meets. To every baddie that he meets, I mean, even look at Lord Beerus. He's like, "Hey, can we spar? Can we can we just battle? Can we see what the it's like?" Which gets Beerus curious, being like, "Yeah, you know what? Like." Let's have a little fun. I haven't done shit like this in my millions of years. And I think that's also what makes Goku different is he, he intrigues people, too. They're like, well, why not? Like, yeah, fuck what's it. Let's up with this dude. Yeah, let's push yeah. our power and see what happens. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck's up with this dude? Like, uh, no one has ever asked me to spar. Like, like yeah. and you look at Vegeta's reaction in comparison where he was, like, groveling. And making, and making Beerus meatballs and shit and, yeah, you know, and frying him up yeah. some squid. And yeah, bingo! Remember the fucking song? <laughs> yes. And the dance? The fucking ridiculous dance. <laughs> it's fucking bingo! Of himself. He goes, yeah. also, speaking of that, can I just, I just need to make a point real quick about the show that I had to point out to the hubs earlier that I like is the fact that with Super, we get filler in the episodes, but we don't get filler episodes, which just... Mwah. I like that it's it's faster paced. We get some some filler in in there, you know, some kind of silly stuff that goes down to lengthen the episodes. But we don't get full episodes of just pure utter nonsense, you know, like Goku and Piccolo trying to get their driver's license or you know stupid shit like, like okay, that. Okay, first of all, I'm not. I will not stand for disrespect on that episode. It's one <laughs> of the best. Yeah. It is my one. It may be my favorite episode of the show. Yeah, so funny. <laughs> I love it, it. It the is the fucking funny. lady, like it's she's just like, a point that, it's a point. Go Piccolo's driving instructor, where she's like, fucking, you can speed up, you can go faster, yeah. you don't have to. <laughs> and she's just like a fucking lunatic. And then Goku gets like the super old guy that yeah. can't even open his door. His back goes out, like trying to open the car door. Okay, yeah. but you see my point, though. Yeah, it's, I do get what you... You don't get, like, it is a little of it. It is faster paced, and you... You just get only, some fluff in the episodes to kind of fill it out and not have it go too quickly, but I right. like that it's it didn't take us forever to get through the Tournament of Destroyers. It wasn't this long, drawn-out bullshit that you're like, are we done yet? Right. Well, I was going to say that. If you look at, like, the Frieza resurrected stuff compared to, like, Goku fighting Frieza on Namek. When you had 80 episodes before yeah. Namek the amount, of, The amount of yeah. episodes, and it was still good. Like, it didn't need to be as long, and, like, I so everything in Super is a little faster. And that's right. one thing that I really enjoy about it, is that even this Tournament of Destroyers, it was a nice little arc, you know, like I said, that's going to be leading up to something bigger. Because I love, you know, once the whole battle's done, and, you know, I have a question, too, speaking of the battle. Oh. Do you think Hit would have just totally slaughtered Goku? Do you think he would have killed him? Had he not... If he had fought him first? Just, I mean, in general, at the end of the battle, do you think he would have killed him had Goku not decided to toss himself, you know, get tossed out of the ring and forfeit the fight because they didn't want to be pawns? No. Yeah, I no. don't think he would have risked it. See, here's the thing. is like, hits another one of those, like, Piccolo-type characters. 
right? No, I'm saying... Like, I don't think he's... Had the destroyers, had Beerus and Champa not argued, had they decided to forego rules and let them have at it as much as they want, do you think Hit would have killed Goku? No. Really? I, still I don't think he would have. I uh, think it's possible. Maybe. I mean, I think we it could can't be really possible. we can't really say for sure, but I We don't know how much I faster th- he could have made his time jump. He he didn't get more training but time he with might have, I thought you were more asking like would he have done it? Not just like would it have been able to happen, but like would he have stopped himself before it happened? Is that what you were asking? No, I just want to know if you thought in general, like if, if he, he could have, have killed Goku, yes. Like Well, that's like a hard question. Had though, they not decided like, to forfeit the fights, essentially. You know, like when Minaka punches him and he That's like kinda asking both questions though. It's like <clears throat> Yeah, he probably could have got there and killed him for sure. That's what you're asking. Like could yes, he Yes, most definitely. Yes, he could have totally done that. Yep. Would he have stopped right before and not done it, though? I think, yeah. I think so, too. I think... I think, yes, he was capable. No, he would not have actually done it, though. Yeah. I don't think he would have either. Yeah. I think he would have just knocked him out, out of the ring. Yep. I think so, too. I think Goku is... I think he would have killed Vegeta. If he would have been able to, according to the rules, I really do. He I did think ask. He did ask. He He's asked, like, I, I can't kill this one. I seriously think he would have killed yeah. him. But as like I said, I think because Goku is so different in the fact that when he fights people, it's almost it's more of a training thing for him than it is a battle. It's almost more of just a sparring. I'm gonna get stronger. I'm gonna train some more and. You know, and so I think that's where Hit didn't want to kill him. Is he just he ended up pushing him further and further and i think when they have an opponent like that it kind of shifts that like well i don't really want to kill you because you don't really want to kill me like you just you want to kind of play around and have right. fun almost in a sense goku isn't out for blood vegeta usually is and or I think he's that's... just out he's he's business it's business yep. we're like let's get it like done like like we why like drag it out and fuck around and I think he gets that to a point sometimes. Yeah. But like in a serious situation like this, like it it seems kind of silly, but like they're essentially fighting to be switched in universes, which not might might not be like a huge deal. Right. But yeah. like at the same time, that's a kind of a big deal. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, I think it depends on the situation. I think, like, when they first started to fight Broly, Vegeta maybe didn't take it as seriously. And, yeah, they were there to, like, take turns and see, like, test themselves a little bit and maybe not, like, and Vegeta be more, like, so, you got two different Vegetas, actually. It's like, you have that when he fought the androids and he killed... 19 he fucking smashed that motherfucker like really yep. quick. yeah and just like stay up. yeah he and like he was a bit like trying to kill him and he does that a lot and sometimes he wins most of the time he gets fucked up right yeah it usually backfires but then more. you also like more recently as they get more powerful vegeta gets 
way more relaxed in the beginning of a fight. That's true. I think he's chilled out a lot more. And like so, and then he's yeah. So he uh, will be more like Goku in those moments, and like not show his full power right away. Yeah. yeah. Like so, like when he's trying to prove a point, he'll show up and be like, "Look at this new form!" Ah! and then he'll fucking smash you when he doesn't when the like so i don't know it's kind of weird yeah like sometimes like sometimes you get that sometimes you get the other one where he's just like i'm chilling and he like vegeta is still a very back and forth character despite his major growth he's still which is which is i think is still part of his growth you know but you still have him i think battling yeah. Constantly, his like pride, two, his, his two ego. different sides. Yes, his two different sides that I think, you know, barbaric warrior Saiyan, and then his more domesticated Saiyan. <laughs> well, not even that, but just as like his, it's his like heart versus his brain. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's very intelligent, and like, which is part of the reason why he is able to keep up with someone like Goku. It's like he's able to figure out how to, through effort, keep up with somebody that is essentially a fucking lunatic. For real, yeah. When it comes to how quick he can just progress and training-wise and shit like that. He's got autism. He's like keeping up with someone with like crazy autism because he CTE and he is essentially R-worded. Right. Yes. You know Hardcore. what I mean? Like yeah. so and so what's it say about Chi Chi? What's up with her? <laughs> yeah, I've wondered. I I I always wondered how such a, a strong willed, kind of crazy bitch ended with up such with such a retard, but I think that happens yeah. all the time. Well, yeah. Probably. But usually those retards aren't saving the universe and shit. That's true. I guess he kind of gets a pass for how much of a fucking idiot he is, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did, like, save the universe a bunch of he times. He saved the universe yeah. a bunch of times. I mean, he's got hit in the head a lot, so, you yeah. know. Yeah, he's taken some ass. Plus, opens. I think the fact that he was, like, raised in the woods for, like, the first 11, 12 years of his life really did not That's help true. him in he any way. He never, like, met another he person. He never grew up civilized. He literally never went to school. Like, the first other person... The first other person he met was Bulma, and then then they were fighting the Red Ribbon Army. You know, and he, he was like eight. Yeah, he was like eight years he, old before he met another person. Yeah, other he than literally his was like a backwoods person. Yeah, lived in the woods his entire life, and then got Just thrown. Imagine that. So to me, it's almost kind of it's no surprise with how stupid he is because. He just grew up wanting to fight all the time. He never, he wasn't like Gohan, where he had somebody pushing him to school and to get educated and, and learn things. To get educated, it's no wonder he's such a bad farmer. Yeah, like he can't even do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just he he did not grow up normally, and so he was kind yeah. of set up for failure anyway. So it makes total sense to me as to why he is the idiot that he is. He just kind he just he doesn't never... have an excuse anymore. That motherfucker is damn near fifty. He, like he didn't learn anything. Yeah, he's got to have some fucking. Like he's been living in. He's been living. Come on. Okay, but still, 
I mean, he doesn't give Who's a fuck. Who's pushed him to learn he more? He get... just fights. Chi Chi lets him fight once he, he brings her give... one million zenny. Yeah, she's yeah. just an enabler. <laughs> she's the enabler. She's like, we'll have our kids be smart. You can be the dumbass. Yeah. yeah but also, much. make me money, bitch. Exactly. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess saving the universe ain't shit. Yeah. I mean, you could get a job, but I mean, whatever. <laughs> right, right, get off your ass. What the fuck is she doing all Look day? Look at how much food she cooks him all the time. She could be like a chef in a restaurant. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, got this. Sure. Open her own fucking restaurant. That's why her feet go are so talk- small, so she can stand closer to the stove, right? You she, know, she like- could yeah, be like, Goku, bitch. come home for the day. <laughs> come. She could be like, Goku, come home for the day. We are going to... Okay, she doesn't even need to do that. Go talk to Mr. Satan or Bulma. Be like, hey, give me millions of dollars, please, you rich motherfucker. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I'll do that. Like, would they tell her no? No. Fuck no. I need need millions of dollars so I can open a high-end restaurant and make millions of dollars. And they'll be like... And you can be a partner in it, and you'll make money, too, and I'll pay you back. Or how about one of the fucking one million times they summon fucking Shenron, which by this point they do it, it seems yeah. like every fucking week. Bulma, can I borrow yeah. the dragon radar? Can I have one fucking wish just to make me infinitely wealthy or to have a successful business right out the gate? Not even infinitely. I just need... About tree fitting. I need a tree fitting. <laughs> <laughs> I just need about tree fitting, man. Yeah. <laughs> like for real, just enough. I need to start like a high end restaurant and have a little to fall on if I like shit doesn't pan out right away. Right. But like, like you said, she's a badass cook. So start mm-hmm. a fucking restaurant in West City, like the baddest motherfucker. Chee-chees. It's like, do something else besides be a fucking nag. Bro, it could be like Hooters, but call it Chi-Chi's. Yeah, that'd be fucking <laughs> great. <dude>. Chi-Chi's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What the fuck? could be like two little Sundays right next to each other with cherry tops on it. Little Looks dumplings. Like yeah, or a little dumpling, something <laughs> like that. With the logo. Oh, God. It'd be fucking great. We are so over like our time. Yeah, we are. So we yeah. need to... Wrap it up. This has been fun, though, dudes. It has oh, been yeah. a blast. I'm so glad much we... better without Ted. I know. I fuck know, him. Right? We don't like him. <sighs> He's out. Yeah. Drop dead Fred. More we have like voted Ted, Ted off the island. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hold on. Oh. I'm not talking into the microphone. Send us off, Vincent. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Dragon D's Balls. You know, it's been good just uh, talking the shit with you guys. Uh, check out thecomiczone.com uh, as well as our Instagram and join our That's little loud. Facebook meme group. It's fucking dope. We shared some funny shit in there. And last but not least, uh, check out our TikTok. Now, Mike cannot eat two days out of the week because that poor man slaves over those tiktoks (laughs) i mean i haven't made one for a dollar for a dollar a month you could help him you could help you could help feed mike he could blow away in a good windstorm which we got going on (laughs) could you spare a crust of bread (laughs) just a thumbnail My fr- first I'm stitch so of my fingers. So hungry. Is gone. Just, just the crust, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> right. Send him a sock so he could be free. 
we keep going over the music. Free I need to get like longer music. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny though to yeah. like go over. Or just right. put on a loop. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Put on a loop. All right. This is the Comic Zone Dragon These Balls. Peace out, homies. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Later.